I always want to thank you uh, for watching each evening. And I pray that you've been able to enjoy the day. I know it was a little warm, but uh, I'm not going to complain. Uh, it could be much colder and much snowier, and so I'm thankful for the beautiful weather. And uh, spent most of the day in my office and doing hospital visits, but uh, walking in and out uh, was beautiful. And uh, got to go watch an inning or two of one of my girls' ball games, and she got a hit, by the way. Way to go, Jayla. And um, uh, so uh, back in my office getting some work done tonight and just... Uh, very thankful that you're watching. Um, tonight, uh, as we are continuing our study through the book of Ruth, I want to ask you to pray for a couple of our families um, that uh, have lost loved ones or have been injuries. Uh, we have a very faithful couple that watches each night. Um, her brother passed away, and so I ask that you pray for that family. Um uh, that same lady's son-in-law, um, uh, the young man I was talking to you about last night, praying for, did uh, tear his Achilles tendon. That's a big recovery. And so uh, you'd be praying for Matt as he recovers from that, a long road ahead of him, uh, probably some surgery. And so uh, just uh, continue to pray for uh, each other. I know that sounds kind of strange when I ask that of you, but uh, you see the names that pop up here. You see the comments. And even if you don't know them, I want to encourage you to pray for them. Now, you don't have to go Facebook stalk them or anything like that, but, uh, but just pray for them. And you, you don't know how much of a blessing and how effective that prayer is. So I believe that. I believe in the power of prayer. But we come to chapter three of the book of Ruth. And we have looked about how Boaz was kind to her, how he took care of her. And this chapter um, has been used by some people to say that what goes on here is wrong, that it was, it was something devious, but it wasn't. It was pure in its nature, and um, I want to just talk to you about it tonight. So in R Ruth chapter 3, um, then Naomi said, her mother-in-law said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Now Boaz, whose young women you were with, is he not our relative? In fact, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Therefore, wash yourself and anoint yourself, put on your best garment, and go down to the threshing floor. Do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies, and you shall go in, uncover his feet, and lie down, and he will tell you what you should do. And she said to her, All that you say to me I will do. So she went down to the threshing floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law had instructed her. And after Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was cheerful, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of grain. And she came, softly uncovered his feet, and lay down. Now it happened at midnight that the man was startled and turned to himself and said, There's a woman lying at his feet. And he said, Who are you? And she answered, I am Ruth, your maidservant. Take your maidservant under your wing, for you are a close relative. Then he said, Blessed are you of the Lord, my daughter, for you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning, and that you did not go after young men, whether poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request, 
for all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. So what we see here is very strange to us in the culture and in the day that we live. But what this was was a sign of humility. It was a sign of respect. It was a sign of, of putting herself out there um, at the mercy of this man to marry her, to love her, and to take care of her. And some people have said, well, this was uh, old, just an old-fashioned uh, carousing. It wasn't. There was nothing sexual about this. It was all a sign of love and devotion and care. And Boaz says, dear, you didn't just go after the first rich guy that you saw. You didn't just go after the first old wealthy man that you've seen. You went to a man who loved God, who by rights should have intervened. And he says, I'm going to honor you for that. You see, friends, tonight I want to show you this, that God loves us and welcomes us into his family, just like Boaz did Ruth. It's not my job to earn God's love. It's not my job to buy God's love. It's not my job to trick God into loving me. I just have to come and fall at the feet of Jesus. You see, that's why this story is such a picture of Jesus loving us. Because Ruth could do nothing. She couldn't force Boaz to love her. She couldn't force Boaz to marry her. She couldn't force Boaz to take care of her. But she did what was right. She humbled herself. And Boaz welcomed her into the family. Friends, I want you to hear that tonight. The Bible says that if you will humble yourself, the Lord will lift you up. The Bible says if you'll draw near to God, He'll draw near to you. Tonight it doesn't matter if you've been affected by death and heartache and pain and suffering. It doesn't matter tonight if you think you're too sinful or broken or messed up for God. If you'll just come, if you'll just come to Him, call upon His name to save you, He will save you. And Christian, maybe you've backslidden from Him. Maybe you've gone through a hard time. Maybe you've just been overwhelmed and you're angry at God. I want to share this in just the last two minutes that we have. And I apologize for being emotional. As many of you know, I started having great health trouble back in September of last year and uh, lost all the hearing in one ear. Um, I'm continuously nauseous, dizzy, uh, headaches, um, dizziness, fell down the stairs a few times and uh, um, I then got COVID and got worse and and, um, and I just got angry. I was angry at the Lord for allowing this to happen. Um, it, drew, it drove me to such discouragement and frustration that I even told the church that I pastor that I maybe thought it was time for me to step away because my physical health couldn't take it. It just uh, the stress of the job and all that together just it almost got too much and I can tell you I wasn't angry at God per se but I was angry that I thought I was just trying to serve him try to love my wife try to love my kids try to be there for the church family and why would God allow this to happen you say pastor I can't believe you said that tonight it's the truth but God had to remind me 
that even in my brokenness, even in my suffering, even in my discouragement, the Lord was with me. And even when he would let me throw a temper tantrum on certain days and pout and whine, he still loved me. And he waited for me. Friends, he'll wait for you tonight. He's waiting for you to come to him with open arms. And so as always, I pray that you'll know how much you're loved by God, regardless of your situation or your struggle, and that he wants you to come. The Bible says, lay down your burdens. Lay down that yoke. And friends, that's what she did. And Boaz took it up. And if you'll lay down your burdens at the feet of Jesus, he'll, kick, he'll take them up for you. And so as always, if I can ever help you, be a blessing in any way, please let me know. And so as I always say, if the Lord is willing and the rapture doesn't happen, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night.